I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. It's V here. This is the first of our re-released episodes. We're taking a few weeks off just over the coming months um, from Ladies Who Punt, getting ready for a big 2023. And this week we are revisiting our episode, Let's Bet. It's the first ever episode we recorded and it's been really fun listening back to our first episode and, and what we covered. A really great one to begin with to anyone who's late to the podcast and hasn't listened in yet. And a really great one just to re-listen to in terms of learning about odds and what that actually means and, you know, fixed and tote betting and things like that. So um, hope you enjoy it and keep tuning in every week as we re-release another episode. Field is ready. They're racing in the Oaks. Hello and welcome to Ladies Who Punt, episode one, Let's Bet. So excited to be recording our first ever episode. My name is Fiona Blair and I am joined by my co-host Grace Ramage. Hello, Grace. Hello, Fiona. Hello, everybody that's listening in. Yeah, I'm so excited to be recording our first ever episode because we've been thinking about and creating this concept, this podcast, Ladies Who Punt, for so long now and... Yeah, it's really exciting. This first episode, Let's Bet, it's really going to get to the basics of understanding betting and it is a great starting point on our journey to decode racing. Definitely. Um, If we want to understand racing, betting's a really big part of it and it's how most people connect with the sport. So it's a great place to start. Today we are going to look at all things betting different bet types and how to use them and it's a great week to be kicking off grace because it is lightning stakes day at flemington can you take us through the card it's an outstanding day at flemington so lightning stakes day um, is the second of the group one feature race meetings of the autumn carnival here in melbourne outstanding fields quality group one horses on the card and it really sets up for the remainder of the autumn carnival that we'll see here in Melbourne and also then up in Sydney. Uh, so we've got nine races. We've got the group one feature itself, which is the lightning stakes for the sprinters, which features the best sprinter in the world. Nature Strip He's oh, a seven time group one winner. It's so exciting to have him back. Jamie Carr in the saddle, which is also really cool. But there's also a handful of other stakes races on the day as well. A couple of features for the three rolls, which is an appetizer to the Australian guineas, a group one in a couple of weeks time. So it's a fantastic race meeting and we'll be discussing all of the races and my tips shortly but Fiona it is back to the basics first yes it is Grace and are you ready to answer all of my questions because I have many (laughs) okay I will try my best to answer all of your many questions what are the basics that we need to know when it comes to betting so starting at the very start there are two different types of betting products okay what are they The first one is fixed odds, and that is the betting product that we would most commonly use, um, people like us. When you take fixed odds, the price you are taking at the time that you take the bet is the price the bookmakers will pay you. The price will not change. It is fixed. As opposed to what is the second product, which is tote betting at the tab, 
they do not have the ability to alter their own markets. It is purely driven from the amount of money invested on each horse. And also, if you are going to place a bet on the tote, the price that you take is not necessarily the price that you'll be paid out. You'll be paid out the starting price. So, so depending on the fluctuations. So that seems like a gamble within a gamble almost. Like you don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes it works against you because you think a horse might be $4 and it starts $2.80, but other times the horse might drift yeah, and right. you win more than you anticipated. Mm, so it's a bit more excitement to to a bet. Exactly. Okay, so now we understand fixed betting and tote betting. When I go to put on a bet, there's all the horses listed and then beside each horse there is a dollar value, which are the odds. So to me, that just looks like a number on a page. It doesn't really mean much. Can you explain to me, like, what do the odds represent and how are the odds framed? So odds are derived from the winning percentages of each horse in a race. So when we say winning percentage, we mean winning chance. Let's say a horse is $2 favorite. That means that that horse has got a 50% winning chance. Now, we've got an odds cheat sheet because this is a highly complex part of racing. And we've put it on our social media pages. You can find us on Instagram and also on Twitter, Ladies Who Punt. And you'll find there a list of the odds dollar value and how that translates in terms of the winning percentage or the winning chance. But Fee, let's just take a look at a hypothetical example. So let's say we have a three horse race and each horse has an equal winning chance. The winning percentage of each horse with an equal winning chance is 33.3%. It adds up to 100. Now, if we look at our odds chart, it will tell us that each horse will pay $3. So all in all, I suppose what we're learning here is that the odds that you are taking uh, are derived from the winning percentage of that horse. And it totally changes the way that you see odds. Yeah, so I guess it. what the odds are actually telling us is that each horse has a different chance of winning the race and the odds are actually a reflection of what the market thinks the horse's chance of winning is Mm -hmm. that was some heavy (laughs) content there let's uh move along and move on to something a little bit lighter and now we are going to move on to a segment called the glossary with grace okay grace so what we're going to do here is we are going to cover some of the most common terms and jargon used in betting I'm going to fire some phrases at you and you are going to give me a quick answer. And we are going to put a minute on the clock to get this done. So no pressure. Rapid fire. Yep. Okay. A minute on the clock, Grace. Let's start now. Odds on. Odds on is anything less than $2. $1.80 is an odds on favorite. Even money. $2. Ruffy. Uh, a roughie is a horse that is up to, you know, $50, $60, $70 in the market, a really low winning chance. Short priced favorite. A high winning chance. So this is a horse that might be $2.20 because the market is very confident. Starting price. Starting price is the price a horse pays when it finishes the race. Fluctuation. Fluctuation is when the odds move from the minute that the market's open until the race jumps. It goes up and down each horse. $4 the field. Uh, Okay, so this is when the shortest priced horse in the race is $4. It means it's a really open contest. Okay, and save a bet. A save a bet is uh, away from your main bet. You might have the bulk of your money on one horse, but you're worried about another horse. So you just want to have a little bet on that to cover your losses, like an insurance bet. 
Perfect. Well done, Grace. How did they go? Pretty good. Just under the minute. Oh, no way. Well done. Oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> I just need a break. I need I need a, I need a glass of water. <laughs> now we've covered the glossary. Let's look into the race card. Let's see what kind of bets we're going to put on. And let's start with race three. It's a 1600 meter benchmark 78 for fillies and mares. So just for female horses. And Grace, what kind of bet are you going to put on here? Okay. So for this bet, I was thinking that we could place a trifecta. What's a trifecta? Explain it to me. A trifecta is a type of exotic bet. And it consists of selecting the first three runners in the race. So first, second and third across the line. You can have three horses in your trifecta. You can add more horses if you want to and have five in your trifecta. It'll cost you more to place the bet, but you'll have a better winning chance. Mm, Okay. So it's the first three horses across the line in any order. All right. That makes sense. Trifecta. So who are you going to put in your trifecta? Okay. So I've done the form for this race and I like a couple of horses here, hence the decision to put on the trifecta bet. I really like the chance of a horse called Yonce. She's undefeated in three starts and she's got really good ability. But there's another horse in the race called American Angel. She has won her past two races at 1,600 metres, the same distance of this race, and she's racing really well. She's got a genuine winning chance too. So I want to have her in as well. Then there are two mares, both trained by Chris Waller, that interest me. There's a horse called Sentimental, and she likes to settle close to the speed in her races. Um, What does settle close to the speed mean? Does that mean fast out the gate or settling behind? It means that she can take up a forward position in the race because she's got good gate speed, so she Mm -hmm. does leave the barriers well. Um, But often in races, um, they can be slowly run, which means that if you are closer to the finishing post and your rival who settled out the rear, you've got a better winning chance. Mm-hmm. So often having a good position in running and being close to the speed is a positive. Uh, sometimes it's a negative. We can get to that in a later, in a future episode. Uh, but for Sentimental, I think she can be in the first four from barrier six and be in a really good spot in the race. Then the other horse trained by Chris Waller is Modern Millie. Uh, she comes through the same last start as the horse I already mentioned, American Angel. And while American Angel beat her that day, I still think there was a lot of merit to the run of Modern Millie. So I've named four horses to put in my trifecta. It'll cost me a little bit more, um, but I'm hoping that that gives me a good winning chance of profiting on the race. Very good, Grace. And I just cannot read Yonce without thinking Yonce like Yonce. <laughs> Can't get it out of my head. I'm like, everyone else is saying this wrong. <laughs> That is what it is. You know what? You're probably right, Fee. You're probably right. If someone can clarify that for us, that would be great. Okay, now on to race five. It's a group three, which is a high-class race. Lots of prize money here. It's over 1,400 metres, and it's for three-year-old fillies, so three-year-old female horses. Grace, what's your bet, and who are you putting it on? So this race, I think, represents a really good opportunity for us to place an each-way bet. Or a one by three bet. Ooh. Very snazzy. So the horse that I'm interested in here is a horse called Minoche. She was a last start winner at Caulfield. She's a three-year-old. She's lightly raced. She's only had four starts, two wins and two seconds. But last time out, again, she led up on that occasion. She settled at the top of the field. So she's fast out the gate. She's fast out of the gates. But then 
they really dropped the anchor. Her rider, Craig Williams, um, let the whole race turn into a sit and sprint. They really backed off the tempo, which allowed her to sprint. And she showed really good fight to win. So that was a good performance there. She beat a horse called Throntari, who was also in that race, and she meets again here. But I think Manoche can beat her again um, because even if they were to run along at a faster tempo, um, I still think that she's just better than them. Manoche, Ooh. she's got a great overall record, which I've already referenced, and she's $11 at the wow. moment. So at that price, each way bet would allow me to have $10 the win and $10 the place on and get a really good return on my investment, hopefully, if she finishes first, second or third. You know, that place dividend is still going to allow me to profit on the race. Yeah, so if she wins, you still get the place payout as well. Yes. But if she comes second or third, you don't get the win part of of your bet. And that's an important point because you wouldn't place an each way bet on a horse that's under... $3.50 for example because if you only finish second or third you're probably not going to get your money back or you yeah, might just right. break even on that place bit considering you've had to outlay a win bet and a place bet mm-hmm. so each way bets are sort of mainly for you know those horses that are borderline value plays which this is an $11 chance it's a value play market doesn't really give her that much of a great winning percentage if you go look at the odds cheat sheet you'll find out what it is But I think that the market um, is underestimating her and I think that she's the winner of this race. Oh, wow. That's great value at $11. Let's hope she can come through. And what is the one by three bit? Is that the same thing? What's going on here? Is that another name for it? Oh, yeah, this was the snazzy bit. Um, This is a really good bet type because all it means is that you've got one unit to win three units to place so if you're talking each way and you've got twenty dollars a win twenty dollars a place why not go ten dollars the win thirty dollars the place oh okay so you can split it you can split it right so you literally have to put on a win bet and then you have to put on a place bet but it's a good staking strategy Ah. which allows you to have that insurance that yes you're going to if if the horse wins well you're getting a good chunk of that place dividend anyway Mm -hmm. but if the horse only places, uh, then yeah, you've got a really nice profit as well. So instead of each way, one by three can be really effective. Oh, wow. That's super interesting. I've never heard of that. Each way bets like my go-to bet. So <laughs> might've just revolutionized yeah, that. Yeah. I think I like the one by three better because I'm a little bit of a, a hesitant better. So it makes me feel a little bit safer. Okay. So let's crack on to the next race. Another group three for three-year-old Colts and Galdine. So basically the same race, but it's for the boys who are three years old. Grace, what kind of bet are you going to put on here and which horse do you like? I like a horse by the name of Galleon in this race. So this is the CSA Stakes. Plenty of good horses in this. It is an outstanding field. Um, you've got different form lines. So horses coming from all different recent racing you've got um, proper stakes horses like forgot you that we saw in the spring do exceptionally well Uh, but you've got horses that are up and comers like Mm. galleon this is the one i'm interested in trained by lindsay park and has only had one career start here in australia was purchased from new zealand on debut, Australian debut, I should say, I didn't think there was anything wrong with his run. Remember how we've just been talking about horses that settle on speed? Yeah. Galleon sat at the rear of the field and it was a slowly run race. He had too much 
work to do to actually win. It was mm. physically impossible for him to win, given how far back he was and the, the speed that the leaders were going. He just couldn't out-sprint them. He just couldn't get there. Right. He did nothing wrong in that race. I know that the stable like this horse. I know that he can go better out to 1,400 metres. Having said all that, I'm not confident he's the winner. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great race, and I think that he might find some that are better than him on the day, which is why a place-only bet is is probably applicable here. The horse is $20, so the place price at the moment is $4.80, and I'm happy to know that I've got three chances at that $4.80. Mm. So that's why I'd be placing a place-only bet here. So we're going to put a place bet on Galleon for race six. Now, we're just going to pause for a second and take a break from the racing, and I've got a random question for you, Grace. Mm-hmm. Which horse made you fall in love with racing? Oh, um, well... That's a that's a very controversial question to myself because <laughs> I know which horse made me fall in love with racing. Um, Winks most recently, but Winks just don't listen to this bit. The, the horse that made me fall in love with racing is definitely Sunline. She was a champion mare, mm. um, formerly New Zealand bred, mm-hmm. Fiona. Yep, that's um, true. And... <laughs> Yeah, she was a superstar. I would have been seven, I think, when she was sort of at the peak of her powers and she raced for a couple of seasons and I was obsessed with her. I would just follow her everywhere and I just loved watching her run. So she's definitely the one who made me fall in love with racing. What about you? So for me, Grace, it's not really a specific horse. I came into this industry on the breeding side of things doing yearling preparations. So what got me into racing was following those horses through to their racing careers. Some of the more notable names would be Addictive Nature, who was a Group 2 winning Savabeel Colt. And another one more recently would be Behemoth, who I worked with at Blue Gum Farm here in Euroa. So to me, it's watching that progression from a young horse into a racehorse. That's what makes me fall in love Mm. with racing, just the journey the horses take. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so enough of that randomness. (laughs) Let's go on back to the racing. And it's feature race time. It's the Group 1 Lightning Stakes. It's over 1,000 metres down the straight at Flemington. And from my understanding, Grace, running down the straight is a bit of a specialty to some horses. Some of them don't cope with it. 
So what kind of bet are we going to put on here and who are we betting on? Well, we are betting on the world's best sprinter, which is Nature Strip. It makes sense. Sort of makes sense. <laughs> I suppose when you put it that way, it's pretty obvious. Um, but the thing is, the funny thing about Nature Strip is that he has not been obvious for his entire career. He's got so much ability. He's now a seven-time Group 1 winner. But for much part of his career, he's been known as a bit of an enigma. Um, he's been hard to catch. So, you know, the times where you think, oh, this is his race, he'll just win. He won't. And mm. then the times where you think, oh, this might not be for him, another horse will win. He'll come out and just absolutely demoralise his rival. So he's been he's been a really hard horse to catch. But in the latter part of his career, he's pretty bomb-proof. You know what you're going to get from Nature Strip. And he loves the straight, which you've referenced already. Some horses won't handle it. And some horses in this race haven't seen the straight before. Wow. So he's got a huge advantage there. He's got Jamie Carr in the saddle. Um, and I just think that he is the clear top pick in this race. So in terms of what bet I'm going to put on, it's win only. He's $2.50 in the market. And what that's telling us is that he is a 40% winning chance. If you go back and look at the odds cheat sheet, that's what you'll see. That is relatively high market confidence. You've got to remember there are nine horses in this race. If you run it 10 times, it's telling you that Nature Strip will win four of those 10 times. So at $2.50, it's probably about the right price for him. So Grace, what kind of odds are you looking for for a win bet? Is there an amount that you really don't want to go under? Like where's weird would we find value and win bets? Well, it really all depends on how brave you feel like being because you can win bet on any at any price, but it's up to you. If you want to take a dollar eighty about a horse and get a small return on your investment, go right ahead. But if you are a little bit cautious about that, look, personally for me, I probably wouldn't be backing anything that's under two dollars. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, at two dollars thirty I'd have to be really confident that this is the winner. Yeah. And it purely comes down to what I am comfortable with having on to get enough return. Because two dollars fifty with a which equates to a forty percent winning chance, as we've covered, like there's still a 60% chance he's not going to win. And I mean, to me, I know that that's a sign, like a 40% winning chance is a, is a confident market, but I guess you're still assuming a lot of risk and yes. he's not paying a lot of money. Uh, there are a lot of variables in racing and plenty that occur once the barriers open and the horses jump out. Mm. So you're right. So it all depends on what you feel comfortable with, basically. Some people will be absolutely happy to just launch at something at $1.70 thinking this is the winner. You know, you have to put a hefty amount on to actually get some bang for your buck. Mm. Um, other people might stay out, you know, and just have something or look for more value bets at, you know, $5 or above. So it's entirely up to you. Okay, so that is Nature Strip with a win-only bet. And just to clarify, win-only means they have to win for you to get your money back, just in case there was a little bit of confusion about that. And let's move on to race eight now. This is the 1,400-metre listed Elms handicap. Grace, we've covered a few bets now. What are you going to pick for this race and which horse are you going to put it on? You're right, we have been through plenty of bet types now. Something a little bit different. This is a first four opportunity. A first four means that you need to be able to pick the first four horses across the line. It's quite similar to a Quinella and a Trifecta in that if you want more horses than just the four, you'll have to put more on, but you'll have a better winning chance. Mm. 
This first four bet, the reason that I'm applying this bet type to this race is because there's a horse in the race called Corner Pocket who's come up $4.40 favourite. Right. So going back to our glossary. Oh, $4 for $4 the market. $4.40 the field is this race. Wow. It is wide open. And what does that mean? That there are lots of different opinions out there. Everyone's got a different say on who's going to win this race. In terms of winning percentage, it's really even across the board. There's no clear-cut favourite Exactly. Here. So it's a great chance to be able to try and land a first four mm. where it might pay a big dividend. And even better, I'm taking on the favourite, Corner Pocket, at $4.40. So I'm leaving him out. Oh, wow. I just don't really think he's the winner of this race. Look, he might be. He might come out and prove me wrong, especially because I've just declared it. But <laughs> look, the horses that I want to have in my first four is Elephant, number one, Groundswell, number eight, King Magnus, number six, Mr. Brightside, number 10. They are four horses that I'm having in my first four, and I'm taking on the favorite corner pocket. If this lands, it will pay well. I mean, it's so much easier said than done mm. it, these these type of bets pay well because they are very hard um to land so yeah. fingers crossed fingers right. crossed for this one good luck <laughs> okay so we've just done a first four bet which is quite a speculative bet and we're going to move into another speculative bet which is a quaddy now i really need you to break this down for me grace because i hear a lot about quaddies i'm not sure what they are there's things like they say legs. I don't know what that is. Please break it down for me and explain what a quaddie is. I can certainly do that for you, Fee. So, look, a quaddie is picking the winner of four races. Oh, so a quad. Yeah, a quadrilla. Quadrilla. That's right. what it is. It's okay. just it's just obviously slang quaddie. It's yeah. just what Australians do. So a traditional quaddie is the last four races on any race card. So for this, it's race six, seven, eight, and nine. Mm -hmm. Each of those races are called legs. Leg one Ah. is race six. Leg three is race eight. Leg four, the last leg, is race nine. Obviously, you have to get all your legs. You have to get everyone. So if you miss out on race six, you're, you're out, out of the quaddy in oh the first gosh. leg. How many oh, times have you heard sad. that? Uh, it's devastating. Just <laughs> rip the ticket up, just walk away. It's just the worst. Anyway, been there, done that many times. Um, the thing is, you can take as many horses as you want in each leg. Okay. But the more horses you have in each leg, so the more horses you have in total, the more combinations you've got. So the more you'll have to spend to get 100% of the dividend or or you can still put on a smaller amount but take a lesser percentage of the dividend. Okay. So there are two options. It's really up to you again, Quaddies. That's why they're fun to play. Everyone can play mm-hmm. and also it lasts four races. So it's yeah. a very popular bet type. Why are they so popular? Is it because they're a great bragging right? Well, it's definitely bragging right is a big part of it. And Grace, have you ever nailed a quaddie? Uh, yes, I have Tell actually. Me about it. Funny you mention it. Uh, Australia Cup Day a couple of years ago, Harlem uh, won it two years in a row, but he mm. won it at a huge price. And I had him in my quaddie. Wow. So it, it paid really well. Um, it's the only big quaddy that I've ever landed. But you know what? That's all I need. That's you just great. need one and you've got it forever. And how do you do a quaddy every weekend? I really like quaddies. Um, they're a lot of fun because I've done the form for every race. Mm-hmm. So why not put it on? I, I have my own opinions in the last four legs and I'll give it a go. So that's a, that's a, obviously a bet that's really hard to pull off. Yep. So you've had it once even though you do it most weekends. I've had a couple of other quaddies 
I mean, I've had lots of quaddy wins, but oh, not the big ones. Not the big quaddies. Not the big ones. I mean, if every favourite wins, it's not going to pay well. Right. Sometimes you can even lose on the quaddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So look, they're the ones no one talks about. Um, <laughs> if you have too many horses and you've paid too much and your return, what your payout is, is less than what you oh put gosh. on. That's a lost quaddy. Right. That's a sad story. Yeah, that is but, a sad story. But look, there are plenty of those, but it's just a lot of fun and it's on every race card and it's a very popular bet type. Mm. Thank you so much for explaining that to me because I have been confused about quaddies <laughs> for a long time. So now that you've explained it to me, like who are we going to put in? Who who do you like for your quaddy this weekend? Let's start with the first leg, which is race six. I've got uh, a couple of horses in here. This is a definition of a wide leg. I'm going wide in this leg. Like a flare. Like a flare? <laughs> like a flare I trouser. Suppose, I suppose you could draw some <laughs> parallels between a trouser and going wide in the first leg of a quaddy. We've got Forgot You, Lightsaber, Pinstriped, Pasero, and Galleon. So they're the five that I've got in that first leg. So I'm Mm going to trim it up somewhere else. I'm going to trim it up in leg two, race seven, the lightning stakes, nature strip. Just him. Oh, my gosh. This is called going one out in the quaddy. One out. You might have heard that before. No. That's it. One out in the quaddy, just nature strip, one horse in one leg. That is He needs to win or I'm out. Oh, my gosh. Race eight is elephant, groundswell, King Magnus, Mr. Brightside, Look, I've done a first four with those horses. I might add in Corner Pocket, the favourite here who I was taking on, but I might just put him in for the sake of the quaddy to get it. I'd be so mad if he won and beat me. So I'll have five horses in that leg. And then the final leg, race nine, just two. This is a skinny leg. (laughs) Back to those skinny (laughs) jeans. Um, The Garden and also Rose Quartz. So they're the horses that I want to include. I can spend as much as I want on that quaddy. Um, If you go on your bet slip, it'll tell you what your percentage payout of the dividend is for whatever you're willing to stake. So it's really accessible for everyone. So that is our quaddy and that is the final bet we are putting on for this weekend. So hopefully what we've talked about here today, all the bets we've covered and how to use them, gives you the confidence to go out and try a few new bets this weekend on Lightning Stakes Day. Exactly. And now that we know how to bet, well next week's episode, as I already mentioned, is going to be who to bet on how to read a form guide. So Grace, a form guide, that's the the book you get at the races, but also the little blurbs you see on your betting apps that talks about the horses in every race. Oh, absolutely. A form guide and form analysis is assessing the past performances of every horse in every race. And if you know how to do form properly and if you have an understanding of form analysis, even in a basic way, it'll really give you the confidence to go out and tackle racing. So There's more on that next week. Not too many spoilers right now, Fee. Cool. I can't wait to get stuck into that because there is a lot of numbers, a lot of words. It's honestly (laughs) a puzzle. It really is. And also, we want to start a new segment where each week we answer a question from a listener. So if you have a question about racing that you want answered, please send us through a voice note. So you can send us through those voice notes on our Instagram at ladies.who.punt or on Twitter at ladies who punt just one word. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, please make sure you subscribe and give us a review because we can't wait to read them. And the best way you can help support this show is by word of mouth. If you know someone who's going to enjoy this content, please send it on to them. Until next week, Grace, it's been a great episode. It sure has. We've covered so much. A lot. 
I mean, we're trying to simplify these things, (laughs) but it is hard. It is hard. But hopefully (laughs) what we have done is make, um, you know, the word of betting more understandable and approachable for a lot of people out there. And what a great weekend. Enjoy the racing. Lightning Stakes Day at Flemington. Cannot wait. It's going to be great. See you guys next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.